It looked like a game nobody wanted to win, but I'll tell you exactly why the Celtics and Lakers went the way they did. Plus, wasn't pretty, but sometimes you just got to get that sandcastle built. It's all right now on the Locked On Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can't. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J team, step back. We gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry OB. Corral is above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Raining Jays, how it started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics pod, home of the winners. B. Hey, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it is your team every day. And I'm here for you every day with a free, fresh podcast, wherever you get your podcast, whatever device you use, if you're subscribed, it drops right to you as soon as it happens. So subscribe, you can get the show on YouTube and uh, yeah, subscribe on YouTube. Be great. We're, we're flying there. 9,200 subscribers now trying to get past these Lockdown Lakers folks. Hey, the win over the Lakers should be enough to help us uh, get past that the the Lockdown Lakers podcast. So please do that. I'm John Corrales. I cover the Celtics for Boston Sports Journal. I used to play professional basketball. I've also written a book called the Boston Celtics All-Time All-Stars. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at Crack Sauce. You can see it on the YouTube page. Made in Lowell, Massachusetts. It's big, bold ingredients. It's hot sauce. Built different. I'm telling you, this stuff is awesome. It's not just something you put as a topping. Uh, it's a great last-minute gift. Get it now. Use the promo code Locked On uh, to get 10% off at Crack, C-R-A-I-C, sauce.com. Celtics, 122-118 winners in overtime. Their first overtime win of the season, by the way. They were 0-3 in OT, so now they're 1-4, so that's good. Uh, later on, we'll get into some more individual stuff and just how the fact that this is – this is just, uh, hey, you know what? A win is a win, and you take it. Uh, more individual performances, Jason Tatum's night, uh, some of the other stuff in the second segment. But let's just get to why did this happen? Why did this game happen the way it did? Because the Celtics were, I think, up comfortably. I thought the Celtics had uh, the, the right game plan. They were... Attacking. Oh, geez. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just realized my audio might have been a little too hot there, but uh, it's four in the morning, so I'm not going to stop. I'm just going to apologize if that early audio just sounded like I was peaking too much and just a little crackly. My apologies. But the Celtics had things cooking early on. They were uh, attacking the basket, they were moving the ball. Things were going pretty well. The Celtics ended up with 27 assists. That's great. That's a great number. They shot pretty well, 39.5% from three. That's okay. Uh, they 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 shot, they, they came out shooting well and they cooled off a little bit, but they it was generally, I would say, it was okay. They got up 20 in the third quarter, and then it just all collapsed. The Celtics, after they went up 20, were outscored. Uh, I think I had 45 to 14 different numbers are flying around there, but after they went up by, by 20, they were outscored by 31. They, they ended up uh, or 33, I should say, whatever the numbers are, <laughs> the, the run was huge. 
the run was extensive and they were ended up down 13 with uh, a few minutes left to go for four, almost four and a half minutes to go. Uh, then the Celtics all of a sudden woke up. They outscored the Lakers by 16 points over the last four and a half minutes and overtime and came away with the win. So how did this happen? How did, how does a game go like that? Well, I'll explain it. I think the Celtics after the game, Jason Tatum did the walk-off interview with TNT and he, as he's getting ready to talk, he says, man, I'm tired. I'm so damn tired. He says, and I flipped it over to the, uh, NBC Sports Boston post game and Jalen says, you know, I just want to get out of here. I'm so, I'm so tired. And then afterwards he says, I just want to get the F out of here. And it just, the, this was a tired, tired team. And I'm sorry if you say, oh, I don't want to hear that, but they've just spent 10 days living out of their suitcases, which granted, yeah, I get it. They have nice hotel rooms, but it's still a hotel. They have nice charter planes, but it's still a plane. I want to stress this. I really want to stress this for people who are new because I have been on charter planes that teams use. I have actually flown on one of those planes and it's great. It's a, it's the type of plane that everybody dreams about flying on. There's no doubt about that. It is still a plane. It is still short. It's still something that if, you know, maybe Peyton Pritchard could walk around fine, but guys like Tatum and Brown and all these other guys, these big wings, these big guys, you get up, you're still all hunched over and you're, the bathrooms are still not great. It's still a plane. You're still in a pressurized cabin. It's not, it's better than the planes that I generally fly on. It's better than the planes that you fly on for sure. I'm not going to, but it's still a plane. And you got to, you do have to understand that 10 days away from home, away from families, away from just the comforts of your own bed and being able to walk down to your kitchen and have all of your stuff. And all, 10 days out of your suitcase is 10 days out of your suitcase, no matter what the clothes that you have in there or how nice a suitcase it is and how nice the hotel room is. It's still exhausting to go from one place to the other, to the other, and to do it from Brooklyn to Toronto on the back-to-back. -back. Then you go from Toronto to Phoenix and then to Golden State. And then three games in four nights, Golden State, Clippers, and Lakers, the back-to-back, -back, both in L.A. It gets exhausting. The Celtics got up 20 in the third quarter. The Lakers looked like absolute dog crap. And the Celtics said, oh, great. We're up 20. We did it. And they let go. They let go of the rope. And I don't think it's, I really don't think that that collapse was anything more than the Lakers really, really, really needed this win. They really, really wanted this win. And they said, we're making one last push. It's a 20 point game, but it's in the third quarter. We can make our push. And they did. They, I'll tell you, the Lakers played great. The Lakers picked up their intensity. They they went at the Celtics. They forced a bunch of turnovers. And the Celtics, meanwhile, 
kind of were like relaxed and like, yeah, oops, oops, we turned the ball over. Oh, we traveled. Oops, you know, whatever. And then you just expected to hit a shot somewhere along the way to calm it down. And they never really did. And they looked horrible, horrible. But the Lakers sold out because they really, really needed this win. The Lakers wanted this win so, so badly. They played Anthony Davis. Anthony freaking Davis. Anthony Day 2 Davis, the guy who's always going to get hurt. They played him the whole second half and OT. They played LeBron the whole fourth quarter and OT. Those guys ran out of gas. Each team got to their biggest lead of the game and immediately blew it. The Celtics got to 20 and gave up a massive run. The Lakers got to 13 with four and a half minutes to go, and they were rolling. The Celtics looked like absolute dog crap. And the, the Lakers were like, oh, we did it. And the Celtics said, nope, we got one more run in us. That's what happened. The Lakers sold out for the win. They wanted that win in regulation. They needed that win at home. They had the best team in the league. They had the fans going there. Crazy. It was awesome. This was going to be a signature moment. So they said, screw it. We're going all in with these guys. And LeBron and Davis ran out of gas. And they hoped to coast to the finish, but the Celtics did just enough. And Anthony Davis missed those two free throws, I think because he was gassed. Tatum hits that shot. They go to overtime. And you kind of felt like an OT kind of felt like it was going to go the way it did because the Lakers had nothing left. Uh, Westbrook hit a couple of layups to start, but then the Celtics went on a 12-0 run because it was the Westbrook show after that, which is exactly what the Celtics wanted. So I'm not really concerned about the flow of this game. I'm really not concerned necessarily about them giving up that lead. I'm not even concerned about the way they looked. I felt like this was one where I could exp- I can I can see it. I can explain it. I'll continue that. We'll get into some more of the individual performances and and all of that when I come back. First, today's show is brought to you by Turo. Turo is the world's largest car sharing marketplace. With Turo, you can book any car you want wherever you want it from a community of local hosts. You can browse a huge section of vehicles, selection of vehicles, for just about any occasion or budget across the U.S., U.K., Canada, and Australia. So if you want to book a spacious SUV or minivan for a family trip, you can. You can also get a classic or luxury car for a special event, birthday, or holiday. Find affordable economy cars if you're on a budget and just need to get from point A to point B. You can test drive that electric vehicle that you've had your eye on and see how it fits in your everyday life. Many Toro hosts can even deliver the car right to you. Every trip is backed by liability insurance, terms and conditions, and exclusions apply. Forget boring rental cars and find your drive at Turo, T-U-R-O, Turo.com. Thanks for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. Why not make Locked On NBA your second listen every day? Normally, I'd be on the Locked On NBA podcast right now, but with the Celtics with the late game, I was, uh, I would... I was not on, but normally on Wednesdays, it's me and Jake Madison. So check out the show wherever you get your podcasts. 
Uh, it's even on YouTube where you found this show as well. So let's run through some of the uh, the big performances here as we continue looking at this game. Jason Tatum, 44 points. He loves playing in L.A. 44-9 and 6 for him. Three Celtics with six assists. Tatum, Smart, and Brogdon. Tatum, 44 points, nine rebounds, six assists. He shot almost 52%, shot 50% from three, 90% from the, the free throw line, nine of 10. Just a, a, a great game. Four turnovers, not great, but this was this was Tatum having you know his way with the Lakers. And early on, it was getting to the rim. He was playing at a different pace. He, he just he has this thing about playing the Lakers, and maybe maybe it goes to him, you know, being a Kobe fan when he grew up and 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 watching a lot of Lakers basketball, and he has this affinity for for playing against the Lakers, but we knew beforehand, I wrote in my preview for Boston Sports Journal, I mentioned that however the Celtics need to win, if it's Tatum going off because he's uh, he loves playing L.A., then can, whatever, fine, do it. Uh, and he did. Uh, he combined with uh, Jalen Brown for a very nice 69 points. Jalen had 25, 15 rebounds, five assists, three steals, Jalen, first of all, that signature that that turnaround fadeaway in the lane is is quickly becoming his signature shot. And I know a lot of people bring up like, oh no, he's had that shot in his arsenal. Like, yeah, yeah, he's had it in his arsenal, but now it's becoming his signature shot. It's like saying to a chef, you know, he, you you could you you've always been able to make, I don't know, pick a dish, gnocchi. You're like, yeah, yeah, I've always been able to make gnocchi, but now. It's my signature. I figured out how to make it so well that people are now expecting it from me and are coming to me to, to specifically have this. That's the signature from Jalen Brown. He hit, he gets to that shot. It's something that he can get to just about every time, get deep into the lane, turn and fade away. It's basically unblockable unless you're, you know, challenging it from behind, but, if he can get himself into the lane, he can spin and hit that that turnaround. That that is money. That shot is Jalen Brown is. I, I've been saying it for a while now. It's time for Jalen Brown to be regarded as one of the mid-range killers in the NBA. He needs to start being mentioned in the same breath as your DeMar DeRozans and your Devin Bookers and your you know, everybody else who's the mid-range, these mid-range masters that constantly kill kill the Celtics. You know, Shante Murray, those guys. It's time to start including Jalen Brown in that mix. He's that good. And I get that, especially a guy like DeRozan. I mean, that's just been his, his game for so long. But Jalen has clearly, first of all, very clearly ascended to a point where he's at an all NBA level. It's hard to find anybody. You, you, you can't tell me that there are 14, 15 guys better than Jalen Brown in the league right now. You just, you just can't. He is that good. He gets he switched onto Anthony Davis and he does it. He does a good job defensively. He gets in there, he gets his nose dirty, he gets 13 defensive rebounds, 15 rebounds overall. He's getting in there, doing what he needs to do. 
Uh, mean, and, and all, all the while shooting pretty well. 10 of 21 overall, so 3 of 7 from 3. That's 43%. That's good. So what's that? 7 of uh, what, 14 for uh, from 2. That's really good. <laughs> uh, that's what Jason, what Jalen Brown does. It's a it's a great it's a great uh, complimentary piece now with with Jason Tatum. They've always been great complimentary pieces, but we're really starting to see how their games are fitting together better than ever because they're both three point shooters. They both can get hot from three for sure. And they combined for what eight of seventeen. Wonderful. Do that every game. You're going to win a ton of games if if Jalen and Jason are getting that. But and and Jalen and Jason both get to the rim a bunch. But Jason and J- Jason's game is basically threes, layups, and free throws, which is what we've been begging him to do, begging for him to take a lot of that mid range out. But that mid-range that you take away from Jason Tatum, you just give it to Jalen Brown. Take all the mid-range you want, buddy. Everything you want. Because that's going to be an important shot against the switching defenses, against the zone defenses, against any any kind of defense. Defenses are, are primed in today's NBA to give up mid-range shots. And they have trouble with guys who hit mid-range shots consistently. Jalen hits them consistently. And he's really starting to get the assists up too because he had five assists in this game. He's really, he has rounded out this season. He's he's just playing so fantastically. He's he's playing better than I ever thought he would. And and so much, so much credit due to him. Those two guys had, I think, the two uh unquestionably good games. Yeah, in in this one, they were both double digits in the plus minus. Jalen was plus ten. Jason was plus twelve. Everyone else was kind of, mm. you know, Derek White had a, a decent shooting game, but he didn't play a ton. Uh, four of seven, two of four from three, but you didn't see a lot of them in that game. Uh, Cornette came in and did a couple of things. Grant Williams hit three of six overall, three of five from three. He had a big shot. The key sequence in this game was after the Lakers went up 13, Grant hits his his three-point shot, and this was this was so huge. Grant hits the three. The Lakers go to inbound. Marcus Smart just kind of starts to run back. And it's not quite Jose Alvarado where he was hiding, but he started to run back, and then he was like, nope, I'm going to come back and and sneak in and steal that that inbounds pass. So it was more of a, a fake out than it was a, like a hideout like Alvarado does. But still, same effect. Grant hits the three. Smart gets the steal in the inbound. All of a sudden, it's five points in three seconds. And that that right there was the beginning of the turnaround. So Grant hits the huge shot. Marcus Smart makes a, a big play. I didn't think Marcus Smart played particularly great in this game. He did have 18 points, which they needed. He had a, a huge three-pointer, like the, the biggest shot of the game outside of Tatum's uh, Tatum's game-tying shot. But I think for, for all the good stuff that Smart did and like that shot that he hit, that three-pointer that he hit, 
he needed to hit that because he took a lot of shots that kind of put the Celtics in a position to need that three-pointer. So not the best Marcus Smart game. I think basically I'll come back and talk about this. I'll come back and talk about this. But the theory is the more tired these guys get, the more they rely on their bad habits. That's coming up next. First, today's show is brought to you by BetOnline.net, your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You want odds? You got them over at BetOnline.net. For just about every sport out there, professional and amateur, what do you want? Football? Bowl games? uh, Basketball? College basketball? World Cup? It's all there. You want trends? It's all right there. Sports podcasts? Hey, you know you love sports podcasts. They're over there at Bet Online, So it's the fastest and easiest way to get your betting information. Head on over to the website today. You can use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline is where the game starts. Please gamble responsibly. Today's show is also brought to you by Crack Sauce, C-R-A-I-C, made in Lowell, Massachusetts. If you're watching on YouTube, authentic craft hot sauce made in Lowell, Massachusetts, made by a Celtic season ticket holder, made by local Massachusetts employees, with ingredients from local Massachusetts farms. This is what buying with good conscience conscience is all about. You want hot sauce? The kind of stuff that you pour on top of your food? Mill City Red right here. That's the good stuff. That's going to do what you want it to do. But all of these other sauces uh, are like ingredients, things you can add to your cooking. There's an Aji punch, which people are putting on desserts and in drinks for sweet heat. I can't stress enough how much I love this stuff. I've got probably a dozen bottles of it upstairs in my pantry and in my fridge because it's just a bunch of different flavors that I, I can use when I cook. And I'm Greek. I like to cook. So I'm, I'm using these in a lot of the things, especially in the winter. They add so much flavor to those deep, rich foods that I'm cooking now, the stews and, and, and the soups and stuff like that. It's, I'm really I'm happy about using this stuff. If you want to talk to them about it, they're at the SOA Winter Market in South Boston. If you want to try it without buying it, Black Rose at Faneuil Hall. Go there for dinner. The Celtics are coming home for a big ro- a big homestand starting Friday night. If you're around, you want to go to the game, go to the Black Rose at Faneuil Hall. Have your dinner, whatever you want to get. Ask for the crack sauce. They have it. Go to cracksauce.com, C-R-A-I-C. C-R-A-I-C sauce.com. Use the promo code locked on. You're going to get 10% off. Promo code's locked on for 10% off at cracksauce.com. I can tell you this from personal experience that the more tired you get, the worse your habits get. And if you've got bad habits that you're really working hard on not breaking when you're tired and you've been working a lot, I say at 4.30 in the morning, guess what? Guess who's having pizza before he goes to bed? This guy right here, because it's a bad habit, but I'm hungry and I just, it's too much work for me to go upstairs and do the right thing. I'm tired, man. I'm tired and I'm going to go indulge in my bad habit. That's what the Celtics did in this game. That's why the turnovers happened. That's why they happened, uh, I think, a little bit against the 
the Clippers. I think there was this kind of two-pronged confluence of events where they they really they just kind of put too much emphasis, too much. They they tried too hard against the Warriors, and it got it, they got frustrated in that game. And you can't make the types of mistakes that you uh, that they made against the Warriors and get away with it. So they 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 screwed that up. They screwed themselves. They screwed that up. It carried over into the Clippers game, where they were also tired. And then, hey, good job against the Lakers. This was for two and a half quarters. A great. It was just the the whole story was going to be great bounce back win. You did what you're supposed to do. Good job. Way to go. Then up 20, they let go. And they all of those horrible habits kicked in. So look, I I'm not sitting here trying to make excuses. I'm trying to sit here and tell you what I'm concerned about and what what you should be concerned about. And that's not something that I, I'm really concerned about right now. I'm just not. So it's not about excuses. It's about, just like Joe Mazzula said, why? Why are you doing this? What's what's the why? And if you can figure out the why, then you're going to be in a good spot. So that's the why. And as far as I'm concerned, the win is the most important thing. I wrote before the game, I'll read you the exact words that I wrote. I said, uh, what did I say? I understand this one might be sloppy, but this is one of those find-away games the Celtics should be winning. Jason Tatum generally loves playing against the Lakers, so if he wakes up and does it himself, fine. If someone else does it, fine. I do not care about the aesthetics of this game. Just find a way. Those were my words before the game in my preview. And just like if I told you, hey, the Celtics are going to go on this road trip, Six-game road trip, 10 days, a couple of back-to-backs, a three-game and four-night four stretch. If I told you this two weeks ago, they're going to go four and two. I think you'd be like, you know what? I'll take it. Sign me up for four and two. Five and one would be a nice surprise. Six and oh, just not going to happen. Just not going to happen in that circumstance. Let's be real here. So the Celtics... Did what we would gladly sign up for them to do. And when I wrote before the game, I don't care about the aesthetics. I can't possibly come here after the game and be like, you know what? I actually care about the aesthetics. I don't. I didn't before. I'm sticking to my guns. I don't care about the aesthetics here. They, this was all about, because I I wrote that because I knew coming into this game, it didn't, it wasn't going to be pretty. It was going to be a sloppy game somehow. And honestly, it was actually pretty for a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. Part of it's because the Lakers suck. The Lakers are actually a bad team. They're not good at basketball. 
They're good for stretches, but the Celtics, under a different circumstance, th- that that big run that the Lakers made, that would that that's an aberration. They're bad. And as as much as I said, like I, they might still be like a sixth or seventh seed or an eighth seed. And maybe they'll have to go through the play-in tournament to get there, but they're that like Jay. LeBron James, who had a, a dominant stretch in this, and, and Anthony Davis, who put up numbers but wasn't dominating necessarily, that they can they can carry this team beyond where they are. But generally, they're not they're they're actually not that good. They're not that good of a team. If they miss the playoffs, I actually wouldn't be surprised. But anyway, the Celtics played pretty well for two and a half quarters. The fact that they fell apart. I, I knew that at some point that 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 was going to happen. Now you could, I can say that stretch where they fell apart. I thought that was going to be expanded out for the game. They just kind of condensed as much as I all the bad basketball that I thought was going to be out to here the whole game. I'm if, if you're listening, I'm, I've got my hands out wide, and now I'm saying, but they condensed it all into here. My hands are not as wide. They concentrated all of their suck into one little section of the game. Don't make those dirty jokes. I didn't expect this to be a pretty win. They talk about building sandcastles. They built a sandcastle. It's not the best sandcastle in the world. They sat on half the sandcastle while they were building it. But in the end, it's a sandcastle. They built it. It's going to wash away, thankfully. We don't have to talk about it anymore, thankfully. They did it, and that's all that matters. That's all I care about in this game. Done. So, moving on. We'll talk more about the road trip in general, where the Celtics are, which is currently the best record in the NBA. So many people were like, oh, my God. After all this stuff about the Boston Celtics, Look, they're not even going to have the best record after this. Ah, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Celtics are in a great spot. And even if they they didn't have the best record, they're right there. They are neck and neck with the Milwaukee Bucks. And I think people are quick to write the Celtics off. People want the Celtics to not be as good as they are. But they are. I think they are. This game notwithstanding. Much more coming up on the Lockdown Celtics podcast, daily podcast, Monday through Friday. And then, hey, Friday night against the, the Orlando Magic at home. I don't expect that to be a pretty game either. That's going to be that that has the potential to be a gross game, and hopefully it's still a win. But just prepare yourself now because I don't think that's going to be a pretty game. If it is, great, but uh, I don't know. Uh, but I'll be I'll be there. I'll give you a bonus podcast on Friday. When they play on Friday or Saturday, I'll give you the bonus podcast too. So subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Also, uh, make sure you tell your friends and family that they should be listening to the Lockdown Celtics podcast, uh, listening to and watching right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.